0: Good evening, my dear listeners. You have had the misfortune of tuning in to the most terrifying show on the airwaves. Yes, my sweet listeners. Dr. Frightful has wormed his way into your ear like a uh, like a ear worm. <laughs> oh, how I've missed you. Your screams and tears sustain me. And I'm back to collect, like a collect call. But this time, it's coming from inside the house. Like in that urban legend, where the killer was calling from inside the house. You remember that one. Pretty spooky. Speaking of which, I have quite the spooky story for you tonight. Is always, I beg if you please change the station... In fact, take your listening device out back and send it into the underworld. Go on. I'll wait. It should give me enough time to microwave this burrito. There
1: we go. All right. Ow! Hot,
0: hot, 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 hot! Oh, how is this thing both still frozen and molten lava hot?
2: This is what hell must be like.
0: Speaking of hell, tonight's tale comes to you from my lycanthropic friend, Jenna Claw Gangrinky. It's a tale of love, loss, boats, weddings, dogs, and pomegranates. We go now to a lonely road in the deep south of the United States of America. Our protagonist, Jenny, is on her way to her best friend's wedding. Little does she know, sometimes life puts us on a different road. And sometimes that road is a dead end. Luckily, she's well versed in her Greek mythology. Prepare yourself, my dear listeners. Dr. Frightful presents Elysium Fields. (laughs) A rapid influx of reported green pulsing orifices. Ew. Evening, ma'am. My name is Trooper Leroy Jr. Your name, ma'am?
3: Jenny. Jenny Randall. My license is.
0: Uh huh. Are you the owner of this vehicle, Miss Randall?
3: No, I rented it at the airport.
0: Hmm, Miss Randall, are you aware that there is a posted speed limit here?
3: Officer, I wasn't speeding. The posted speed is 45. I was doing 45. <laughs> you can't give me a ticket for that.
0: Now, you. Obviously, you've been seeing too many of those movies about tobacco-chewing southern policemen picking on poor Yankee travelers.
3: Well, no,
0: I... Uh, Now listen, miss. uh, Limit means 45 miles an hour conditions permitting. You know what that means, don't you? Conditions permitting. There's just been a rainfall... This is a gravel road. It curves and snakes, and if you're not familiar with it, well, it can be mighty dangerous.
3: I see. Thank you for the warning, officer.
0: You must be off to a wedding, aren't you? Off in Abbeyville?
3: How did you know?
0: That uh, big fancy package with the big bows on the seat next to you. What else could that be other than a wedding present? And who else is getting married tomorrow? Expect Miss Jody Lynn Wilkins.
3: You know Jody Lynn?
0: Know her. She nearly broke my cousin's heart clean in half when she went off to that fancy New York university. Anyhow, it's getting mighty dark out, and y'all better be mindful of those twists and
2: turns. We've had some terrible accidents on this here road.
3: I appreciate your advice. I'll be as careful as I can. Bye now! Dick.
2: Now, oh, good God, Almighty! He's broken! He is broken
3: in here! What on earth is this? Blasted radio? Oh, what? What happened? I must have blacked out. Oh no, the windshield is all smashed up. At least I seem to be in one piece. Hello? Anyone out there? Hey! Hey, hello there! Oh, my
1: heavens!
3: Am I glad to see you, sir. I didn't think there'd be a soul around here this time of day.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm here. I'm always out here in the sticks.
3: Right. Uh, Well, I just ran my car into a ditch just there, and I, I, uh, I would really appreciate some help. Where might I find the nearest...
1: Nothing round these parts for miles. Oh. It'll be black as pitch out here before you know it.
3: Uh, But what's that? I think I see some lights over there on the other side of the lake.
1: River. That there is Elysium Field.
3: Might they have a telephone? You mean you
1: want to go
3: there? Yes, to use the phone. Uh, would you be able to give me a lift over in your boat here?
1: Uh, sh- certainly. But times being what they are, there is a minimal fee. It's uh, two quarters.
3: Well, all right. Here's your money, Mister.
1: Oh, Charles. But everyone just calls me Charlie. Careful of your step as you climb aboard.
2: Uh, the
3: Does he bite?
1: <laughs> Wouldn't hurt a fly. Come on, boy. Coco,
3: settle down. Uh,
1: Miss Jenny Randall, I'd like for you to meet the owner of this here establishment, um, Mr. Hayden.
2: Hello. Miss Randall.
3: Pleased to meet you. I was hoping I might be able to use your phone. See, I just badly ruined my car. She
1: hit the embankment.
2: Well, certainly. Why else would you be here, Miss Randall, unless you'd hurt yourself?
3: Oh, not really. I'm fine. I would just like to use the phone.
2: After such a fright, it would be best if you got some... Rest. We'll put you up in one of our guest rooms.
3: All right. Uh, What credit card do you accept?
2: (laughs) 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 Miss Randall, you don't seriously think we would charge for hospitality offered to someone in distress? This might be a resort, but you're a... Guest of management,
3: well, I appreciate it, Mr. Hayden. Penny Penny yes, dear.
2: will you help Miss Randall to one of our upstairs rooms? Oh, and uh, give her a hand carrying that package, Charlie. I thought we talked about that. It's
3: a gift for my friend. she's getting married tomorrow. I'm the maid of honor. Well, how precious. No one gave us presents on our wedding day, hon. But (laughs) that was so long ago. Yes. Couldn't have been that long ago. Uh, You don't look very old. I'll show you to your room, Jenny. A good meal and a nice hot bath will be a welcome distraction after the day you've had. (laughs) the fields oh! oh goodness it's just a storm scared me half to death bloody power must be out surely there must be a here we go but no candle well never mind Candle? No! Ah! 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 <sighs> Sorry. It seems the storm has me a little on edge.
4: Storm? You must be new around here. What brings you down? Smallpox? Flu? Are they still vaccinating
3: out there? I'm afraid. I had a small road accident. Uh, don't stop playing on my account.
4: Oh, you'll hear tomorrow night. I'm playing the dinner.
3: I'm afraid I won't be here for that. I've got a wedding tomorrow.
4: Sure. That's what they all say.
3: Who all says?
4: The guests.
3: Well, I'm not a regular guest.
4: They all say that too.
3: What do you mean? They're going to try and convince me to stay longer?
4: You could put it that way.
3: No. Tomorrow I'll telephone a repairman and Charlie's going to take me back across in his boat. Uh Uh-huh. Why do you sound so skeptical?
4: I'm not skeptical. I suppose I should say good night, so you rest up for the funeral. A wedding. Good night.
2: Good morning, Miss Randall. Sleep well?
3: Yes, I-, I did very much. Listen, about the telephone. Now,
2: I understand you went without any supper last night. So I insist you go on and get yourself a big old country breakfast: ham, hash browns, eggs, bacon, fruit cup. We have fresh pomegranate.
3: I, I really don't need. Penny!
2: Now I insist.
3: Morning, Jenny.
2: Penny, make sure Jenny is well fed.
3: You certainly dragged that wind present with you almost everywhere. It was expensive. Uh, listen, Penny, I don't want to appear anxious, but I'm rather desperate to call the repairman for my car. Can you direct me to the telephone? Why? At least seem feels. Doesn't have one of those. Never has, never will. No phones. What kind of place doesn't have a telephone? Jen... You have to understand, Elysium. Elysium. This is a place where people go to alleviate themselves from the pressures of life and leave their cares behind. No television. No radio. No telephone. Maybe I can catch Charlie down at the docks. (laughs) Sure, you can try. (laughs) Oh, Arson, awesome. are you playing one-handed?
4: Oh, am I? Pretty impressive, right? Want to see what else I can do one-handed?
3: Oh, no, thank you. I was just leaving. There he is. Charlie! Oh, Coco! Oh, Come on, Coco, you know be. You're making so much noise, I could swear there were three of you.
1: Now, what are you two doing down at the dock? Orson, you know better.
3: I hope you don't mind, but I'd like to catch a ride to the mainland with you.
1: Oh, you would, would you? Yes. And what makes you think I'd take you back?
3: Oh, I get it. You want me to pay you. All right. Do you have change for a five dollar bill? Nope. How about you?
4: Oh, I don't carry money.
3: All right, okay. You can have the whole five.
1: No, I couldn't. It's 50 cents or no ride. Two coins, one ride.
3: But it's five whole dollars.
1: Exact change only. It would be so much easier if you wanted to stay.
3: You make it sound as if I don't have a choice.
4: You don't. What? You can't go back. You know that. Nobody ever goes back. Nobody ever leaves Elysium Fields.
3: Where is that coming from? Uh, look, I have to get out of here. I left a rented car with a smashed in windshield.
4: I know. A 59 red convertible. Needs a new windshield and extensive work on the front grille.
3: How could you know that?
4: Mr. Hayden told me. He knows everything about the dead. <laughs>
1: Yes, dear. We're all dead here.
3: No! I can't be! I have to go back!
4: I know
1: someone who tried once. A musician.
4: A great musician. His wife. She died. The man knew where she had gone, so he followed her here.
3: I think I know that
1: story. Let me tell you how it ended. He begged the king of the Underworld to release his wife
4: musician played a song so sweet and sad about Persephone that he was told he could have his wife back. On one condition.
3: That he leaves the underworld without looking back. But he did look back. And Eurydice turned into dust.
4: Yes. So I'm totally available.
3: Your name's not Orson. It's Orpheus. You got through the gates of Hades and past the vicious hounds of hell by playing a song. That's how I'm going to get out of here. Give me that guitar!
1: Don't even try it, sweetie. Mr. Hades bought us all earplugs just for this one occasion.
3: Sorry, Jody Lynn, but I'm gonna need to borrow this wedding gift. Did he also happen to buy you a bulletproof vest, Charlie? Step back from the goddamn boat, Charlie, or I will blow your ever loving head off.
4: You can't bring a gun. Butt out,
3: you knob. <laughs> Don't it to me, Coco.
1: <laughs> Not
3: today, Satan. I didn't get your knob. I'm the maid of honor, you dicks. I'm the maid.
0: Miss Randall, are you awake, Miss Randall?
3: Officer, it's still night. Well, how could that be?
0: Well, you into one heck of a skid, Miss. Ooh wait, look at this car. Thank goodness you were wearing your Robertson brand seatbelt. Robertson seatbelts—the only seatbelts that contain in uranium. With Robertson seatbelts, you'll live today to die another way. For a minute, I thought you were dead. (laughs) You really look dead. But the dead don't come back to life now, do they?
3: No. No, the dead don't. But I have a wedding to get to. Uh, do you have a registration for
2: that firearm, miss?
0: And get to that wedding, she did. Jenny made it just in time to dramatically run down the aisle, caked in sweat and blood, out of breath, and a whole day early. Suffice to say, rehearsal dinner was one to talk about. Jodie Lynn and Jenny had a good laugh about it and remembered it their whole lives. Jodie Lynn went on to win the Nobel Prize for Chemistry. And Jenny became the first woman to kill a sooths-beast with a high-powered rifle. Well, I hope tonight's tale about the afterlife chilled you to the bone. I have very exciting news for you. And by exciting, I mean I am being coerced into doing this. For those long-time listeners of this podcast, you know that I have quite the array of curiosities in my family tree. Well, none are as curious as my aunt, Dr. Rosemary Delightful. She has asked me if I would play a trailer for her to help her get some more listens on her podcast. And as all of you know, I owe her a lot of money. So, um, for your listening discomfort, I present to you Dr. Delightful Presents A Soul Searching Search for Your Soul. Enjoy.
3: Good evening, my sweet listeners. You have had the pleasure of tuning into the most terrific show on the airwaves. Yes, my sweethearts. It is I, Dr. Delightful, here to heal your soul and kiss your little boo-boos better. Oh, how I have missed you, my babies. I baked you some cookies, and I want to mail them to you, so please send me your new address, okay? How are your bowel movements, by the way? Are they regular? Do you need more fiber in your diet? If you do, you let me know, okay? Because I worry about you. You know that. You know, on tonight's episode of the Dr. Delightful Show, we will be practicing our breathing exercises. Okay, ready? Breathe in. Two, three, four. And out. Two, three, four. And in, two, three, four, and out, two, three, four. You did so well. Have you been practicing? Oh, I love you, and I am just so proud of you. Now, let's get back to my sweet nephew, Bertram. He is going through a phase, but you know he is living his truth to the fullest. It would be so hard to grow up with werewolves for parents. (laughs) I love you, my little birdie boy.
0: I told her to not talk about me. I gave her explicit instructions not to say anything about me or to use my real name. Ah, that sounds for you, am I right? Well, uh, that's all the time we have for tonight, my dear listeners. Dr. Frightful has to go to sleep to the relaxing sounds of Quebecois black metal. Well, listeners, it has been a delight to chill your spines once more this evening. Remember to keep your doors locked tight and your curtains drawn just in case I, Dr. Frightful, come to your town. Especially if I'm looking for some new stories. (laughs) This is the season finale for Dr. Frightful Presents, a podcast, season one. I thank you for allowing your knees to be knocked, your spines to be chilled, and your pants to be peed. I'm off to take a well-deserved vacation at the center of the earth. But I will be back, though. So don't let your guard down. No mortal soul is safe as long as I stalk the night. So, for now, Sleep well, sleep tight, and don't answer that knock on your mirror. Mirror, you has nothing to say that you want to hear. (laughs) Good night. (laughs) Now, where did I put my SPF 1 billion sunscreen? Elysium Fields was written and directed by Jenica Greenkey, edited by Graham Kent, featuring the voice talents of Daniel Roy, Joanna Arnott, Graham Kent, James Avirmanco, Andrew Taylor, and Graham Kent as Dr. Frightful. Tonight's episode featured music performed by Connor Denemy, Connor Brisseau, and Danny Downing. Dr. Frightful's theme and credit music performed by Connor Denemy, and Joanna Arnott. For more information, follow Buttered Ghost Theatre on Instagram and Facebook. Remember, that's theatre with an R-E, not an E-R. Don't forget to rate us, share, and subscribe. Our podcast is created and recorded on Treaty 6 territory and is the homeland of the Cree, Soto, Métis, Dakota, Lakota, Nakota, and more we at the podcast will continue to do our best to learn more about the people who have been here since time immemorial and the agreements that we all live under, together. And we encourage you to do the same. Thank you, and stay well. See you next season! Now it's up to the editor? I'll just put an editor's note here. That's me typing. Okay, great.
4: I don't think he was really typing there. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it, you found me out.